Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's up to 50 dead people down in here. I wake up with my heart racing, scared to death. That creature, I don't think it's good. For a small town, it was scandalous. He's like, I just want to make them bleed. I don't like it at all, and I want it to stop. What are they doing down here? This place is like insane. You're mine, you can't escape. My name? is Amy Allen. What's happening? I see dead people. It seems like a double. I speak to dead people. He's pissed off, and they speak to me. I felt real fear. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. I think she's being murdered. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. Serial killer pops in my head. And I know every person, every house, has secrets. Nobody believes me. It's my job to reveal them. Do you think there's still bodies there? I do. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. You got problems. I got news for you. When we uncover if it's safe for you to stay... This is our house, whether they like it or not. Or time to get out. This is their house, the house of the dead. I'm in a small town of Leslie, Michigan, about a half hour outside of Lansing. Amy and I got called in by a woman named Michelle. Now, she told me on the phone that whatever's in the house is attacking her and her daughter. She begged me to rush over because she thinks she's running out of time. Before Amy arrives, I do a complete sweep of the house. What's common in most homes, like family photographs, can influence her findings. So it's important I remove them all before she begins her walk. Oh, boy. The living people here, it feels like they're, like, weighted, weighted down because 
there's too much death here. This house is just really dark, really bad with crazy, with uh, people acting out and doing bad things. It's not, it's not good. Well, Michelle, I'm glad I'm here because you sounded really concerned on the phone about what's happening. Things have been going on in this house for years. We've seen apparitions. We hear footsteps. In the last couple years, it has become extremely physical. It's attacking my daughter and I, scratching us, leaving bruises. Wow. Who lives in the house, exactly? My husband, my 16-year-old daughter, and my 17-year-old son. This is your daughter that's being affected by the yes. stuff? As a mother, it absolutely eats at my gut. I would do anything to protect her. But if you can't see something, then how do you stop it from happening? With all this going on, how are you dealing with it? Well, we're not dealing with it well lately. As soon as we walk into the house, it's like a switch. The mood will absolutely change. You go from, you know, being in a great mood to being completely angry. And I've definitely been sick a lot since I've moved into this house. What kind of sick are we talking about? My daughter and I both get debilitating headaches. And uh, I've had several surgeries. I've had shoulder surgery. I've had a hysterectomy. I lost a baby in this house. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. This house is beautiful. I mean, why don't you just move? Somebody would buy it. I love this house. I put my heart and soul into this house. I've been praying for, you know, when you guys get here that you're really able to help us. Okay. Someone's panicking. Um, there's a woman living. She has long hair, brown. She's got something wrong with her heart. It's just a mess, man. She's so scared. She can't breathe, man. Okay, so what's going on in here? I am physically been attacked in this room. I received scratches. I actually have a picture that I took last week. Wow. Do you remember scratching yourself at all? No. And it's happened in this room several times. Jeez. Amy's going to want to see this. You mind if I hold on to this for a little bit? Sure. Okay. Now, do you have anything else going on in here? I will hear footsteps coming down the stairs. And shortly after, a shadow will appear walking down the stairways over there to our basement. I would describe it like a man, but as a black mass. I know it's taller than I am. And you're not on medication or anything like that? No, I'm not on any medication. You drink at night before you go to bed? No. Okay. I wake up with my heart racing, like, scared to death. Okay. Whoa. What? There's a really big uh, shadow person here. A shadow being, it doesn't even have a face. It's really tall, really big. 
Oh, I don't like it. I, I don't think it's good. It's like trying to make me fall it up the stairs. It's like crawling oddly down the hall. And it's climbing the ceilings and climbing the walls. And it's like this on the on the ceiling, you know what I'm saying? Man, it gets it gets bad at night. It gets bad at night. This thing like tortures her. No sleeping, no sleep. So what's going on up here? I will see the shadow man um, roll right across my ceiling over my bed. Okay, kind of like the shadow guy you described downstairs. Exactly like that. That's bizarre. Is uh, anything else going on? The other thing is I have repeated nightmares. And when I wake up from these dreams, I will have bruises on my thighs in the shape of fingerprints. You okay? Um, it just reminds me of the times when I was sexually assaulted as a child. I wasn't aware of that. Okay. I was attacked in a very brutal manner. I was chased around by a babysitter who was stripped naked, and he would chase me around the house, and most of the time I would hide under the bed until he would drag me out by my ankles and physically assault me. So I don't like it at all, and I do want it to stop. It's like you're reliving it, I know. Okay? <laughs> I told myself not to cry. It's not easy to talk about. How often did this happen when you were younger? Did this happen one time? No, I was left with him on several occasions. Wow. Did this guy ever get arrested for this? No, he did not. He committed suicide as a teenager. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I know. It's gonna be all right. You'll be okay. Um, there's a woman again. Something happened to her. What? I don't know, like if she was physically abused or something. And like, because of that experience, like maybe she just opened, because this person has abilities. There's like this creepy guy, and this woman in particular, she's aware that he does bad things. Do you know when he's from? Uh, not that long ago. He's focused on the suicide. I think he killed himself, and I think he would like to make others kill themselves. His end game is death. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I was talking to your wife. What your daughter and her both going through, that would drive me to want to shoot somebody. I do. I do want to shoot somebody, but there's nobody to shoot, Steve. Have you had any experiences here? Yeah, I was outside here with my son Lucas, building him something. I put my circular saw down to my right, and Luke's eyes opened up. And at that point, I looked, and the saw had levitated and went through my tennis shoes and cut off my three middle toes. You're joking. No, sir. You know, Dan, looking at this, I mean, I've had friends that have hurt themselves pretty bad, and they never want to admit that they made a mistake. You know, I'd tell you if I made a mistake. I, I, I looked at it a million times. I didn't place the saw down on my own foot. Is it possible you dropped it down and it bounced off of something? Or did you, was there no, a couple I of minutes? I set it down. You set it down. Because I'm very cognizant of this place and how people have gotten hurt here. We had the leading tile guy in, in town cut his thumb off here. Numerous contractors have been hurt while working here. This creepy guy, he just stays in the corner. He's like, I just go in the ground and I just want to make them bleed. He's very disturbed. He creeps. He's a creeper. I see him, like, coming up behind a living dude. And then his head is, like, right here, you know? The dead dude's face is right here. And he turns, you know, and he's like whispering, you know? And um, these 
gets inside the living dude's head. He tells him what to do. What does he tell him to do? I think kill himself, you know? Holy What? There's probably up to 50 dead people down in here. Who the you know what I'm saying, has 50 bad dead people in their house in the middle of nowhere. What are they doing down here? Ow, something's wrong with these people, man. This place is like insane. So Shane, I was talking to mom and I really wanted to sit down and talk to you because uh, she told me whatever's happening in the house is happening to her and you. Mm -hmm. So I just want to hear from you what's going on. I'm being scratched and bruised. This just comes out of nowhere? Yes, I wake up with it. So where else have you been scratched? On my face. On your face? Yes, and I have a picture. Wow. There's nothing sharp in the bed or anything like that? Like a zipper or anything that... No. A case or anything that could have done this? No. Okay. Now, what else is happening to you? I see a shadow man in my room every night. He can appear close to my bed, but he's like this black figure, and he's like tall, and he's just pitch black. He's darker than the night. So it sounds like you're experiencing a lot. I mean, anything else happening? My door is either the bathroom door or my bedroom door. I'll shut it and I'll lock it so I feel safer and it will shake it and pound on it and try to get in and it will push on it. Sometimes I wake up at night and it will be happening. What do you think it is? I think it's the spirit that shows himself as a dark man. That's frightening stuff. Yeah. The shadow thing tries to get in here, but it can't. When the door's closed, it can't get in. Door is very important. That creature shadow. It's there. Yes. This is his his area. He likes it over there by the window. There he crumples up, like he gets all hunched, and he just he waits. He waits. And then he'll crawl out the door and crawl down the hall, you know, and go with people. She might be crazy. I don't doubt Michelle's testimony for one minute. But one thing that's nagging at me, I'm wondering if the traumatic event in her childhood could be making her relive that nightmare night after night after night. It might not be paranormal at all. Maybe it's psychological. I'm heading over to meet with a psychologist to see if that's possible. Dr. CBA, thanks for meeting me. I appreciate it. So I have a client who was molested as a young child. And she seems to be having reoccurring nightmares, duplicating what happened to her. Okay. Is that common? Generally speaking, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, one of the things that can manifest is called flashbacks, where they're reliving the traumatic event over and over again. Okay. Now, here's the weird part. She's actually waking up with the bruising from an attack. Individuals that suffer from borderline personality disorder, they sometimes cut themselves or bruise themselves. What would I, as an investigator, look for in a person to see if they're that 
type of personality to do that to themselves. They have a hard time with their emotions. Um, they like a lot of attention directed towards them. Now, that doesn't describe this woman. She's the total opposite. Okay. Now, this is the weird part. I don't know if you can help me out with this. She has a 16-year-old daughter. Okay. Who's having the same type of nightmares every night. Right. Same bruising. It could be that her mom has explained these events over and over again, and they're seeing the same things. Could those dreams possibly cause bruises? There's no clinical evidence that I'm aware of that bruising and scratches just manifest themselves. So I'm seeing, like, this living woman. I feel like she feels like she's losing her mind. I want to say it's stress, and I want to say it's due to her abilities. But her, her body up bad. This might be what's affecting her heart. It's debilitating. It's, it's becoming debilitating for her. I'm confident that Michelle and Shana's bruises are not self-inflicted. So I need to look for an explanation of what's going on in this house. So I'm hitting the books at the local library. Searching old property records, I find the original owner is a man named Lafayette Peak. Turns out he suffered a lot during his time, losing three children all under the age of one. I'm heading over to meet with a local genealogist who says those deaths were just the beginning of the family's tragedies. Lafayette Peak and his wife Harriet purchased the property in the 1860s. And along with his brother Theodore, they ran an apple orchard. And you can see their property here at the top. The three kids dying, I guess that's not uncommon back in those days. But you said that was just the beginning of his problems. What do you mean by that? In addition to Lafayette's children dying, his brother Theodore and his wife Sally also had five children, and they lost three of those children as well. He does not take this very well. He definitely had a mental breakdown of some sort. He was wandering through the streets. He was shouting and screaming and disturbing the neighbors. His daughter filed a petition with the court asking him to be declared insane and committed to the Kalamazoo State Hospital for treatment. What happened to him? Did he get committed? He did not. So one of his daughters petitioned the court to, in fact, have him released into her custody. And so he went and lived with her until he died of a stroke several years later. Well, it's kind of a sad story for this guy. All this death around him, and then he goes crazy. Unfortunately, that's not where it ends. I also located several other individuals um, related to the family, but not necessarily by blood. They were neighbors who had various forms of mental illness. That's odd. So it wasn't, you, you know mental illness can run in families, but... It seems to have run in this neighborhood. I see this man. I think he lived here. And I think he's mentally ill. This person feels crazy. <laughs> this house, it's caused people to go insane. Just, uh, oh, I'm getting really pissed. Uh, this is a mess with the people here. Big time mess. During my research, I came across something else that caught my eye. There was a huge legal battle over Dan and Michelle's property. And when I called a local historian, he said it involved betrayal, death, and insanity. When I contacted you, you said there was a lot more to the story. 
it's quite an involved case. The property was owned by John and Maria Stitt. And between the two of them, they had a daughter named Rosa. Okay. Well, John was not the most faithful of husbands. And after about 20 years of marriage, Maria had decided she had enough. And in 1887, she filed for divorce. In that same year, John is sued by one of his neighbors, Albert Blackmore, for alienating his wife's affections. So he's going after this other guy's wife? He is. Okay. So how's that work out? They settle out of court financially. And then he would marry Elizabeth Blackmore. And she has adopted an African-American child who's 14 years old by the name of Etta Mecklen. And it's not much time goes by. Then rumors are circulating that John is now having affections for Etta. Okay. The 14-year-old. This guy's a real piece of work. And then his wife, his current wife, Elizabeth, in 1898 develops liver and breast cancer. Okay. She passes away in 1902. So that leaves Etta and John in the home. John passes away within a few weeks of his wife's death, and he's found in Etta's bed. Here's an article. The big thing is John willed most of his estate to Etta. Wow. For a small town, it was scandalous. What happens next? This is where the lawsuit begins. His biological daughter really felt slighted. Okay. And contests the will. Rosa felt that her father was so overcome with passion for Etta that he rewrote his will. You mentioned on the phone it was a little bit of insanity. I guess that came talking about him being under her influence? That's what it seems. Okay, so how'd it work out? Well, in the end, Etta won the case. Really? Rosa appealed this on two occasions and lost on appeal both times. This image I'm seeing is really strange. This is that weird creature thing crawling oddly down the hall. Um, like, I don't know what this thing is, really. I can't figure out what this shadow creature is or where it came from. But I know that it's been here for a very long time, and its goal is to torment living people. Does it interact physically? Yes. Makes people kind of crazy here. I encountered many entities during my walk, but two stood out the most. First, the creepy guy who's whispering to a living man in the house. It was in this room. His eyes are kind of roundish, seem to have lighter colored hair. And what about the second person that you saw? He had dark hair and he looked like a corpse. Next, I described the shadow creature tormenting a living woman. She had long hair, late 30s or early 40s. And there's this thing in the hallway. Its skin is really smooth, gray-brown kind of color. Coming down the hallway, it actually had to be on all fours because it's so large. Amy, is this what you saw? Yes. Now that Amy and I have completed our investigations, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. Amy, I'd like you to meet Dan and Michelle. This is their home. They're raising their two children here. This is Lucas, who's 17. This is Shana, who's 16. 
Now, things are pretty bad here because Michelle and Shane are being physically and emotionally attacked every night. The families put their heart and soul into this home, as you could see, and they really don't want to leave. So now that Amy knows a little bit about what's going on, I'm going to ask her to tell us about her walk. When I got here, I entered the house, and it was extremely chaotic energy, especially in the basement. Like, when I went down there, I saw all of these dead people. There was about 50 of them, which was very shocking. The scary thing is that all of those dead people are all negative. There's not one good person in there, and that was horrifying. And one of the things that also seemed to be a constant throughout the walk was the feeling of people thinking that they're losing their minds, um, that they're going crazy. You guys do experience pretty bad mood swings, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, we'll be happy and, you know, just loving. We love, we're, we're a strong couple, and we come in the house and the energy just zaps us, and we'll start fighting immediately. You come in, you know, it'll, it drags you down. Mm -hmm. So during my research of the property, it turns out there's a long history of mental illness associated with the land here. Back in the 1860s, the original owners of your property were uh, two brothers, Lafayette and Theodore Peake. There was a little bit of bad luck with this family. Both brothers had five kids. Both brothers lost three kids. But it got a little bit worse for Theodore. Apparently, he went nuts walking up and down the streets, talking to himself, disturbing the peace, screaming, to the point where his daughter tried to have him committed. So I got the paperwork on that. The thing is, there's been other cases of neighbors in the area going crazy, too. There was another guy that lived here by the name of John Stitt. Apparently, this guy was a womanizer. He had an ex-wife, he had a daughter, he has an affair with his neighbor's wife, he winds up marrying her. They adopt a little 14-year-old black girl and there was a rumor that he winds up having an affair with this kid. He's 14 years old. Oh. You know, a little bit crazy. Yep. That all makes sense. When I made it over to the foot of the stairs, I saw a woman with long brown hair, and she was panicking. I could feel her fear. She felt extremely overwhelmed. Someone that's living. This is a living person, yes. The thing is, is that the home is so filled with dead energy and it can negatively affect the body. And in this person in particular, I was getting that she might develop some type of heart issue. I actually had a period of time which I didn't think was important and I didn't mention it to anybody that I was literally blacking out, and I had to go through a bunch of heart tests, and they told me at the time that I had um, neuromyocardial syncope. Okay. That is very common with sensitives, and unfortunately for mediums, we can attract things that aren't particularly good. You think she's maybe sensitive? Mm -hmm. I think the house is full of, of sensitives. What else did you see? One of the other things that I got was 
this female was at some point in her life abused by a male and is having a very difficult time letting that experience go. I'm sorry, sweetie. I didn't want to have to bring it up at the table. You know, you know could you just share with her what happened when you were a kid? Um, when I was a little girl, between the ages of three and four, I was left with a male babysitter who um, sexually abused me on several occasions. He used to strip naked in front of me and chase me around. And he has since committed suicide. Why'd you have that big reaction like that? Um, I ran into a person in the basement, and I referred to him as the creeper. He's very disturbed, and he attempts to make the living here do bad things, make them feel like they're going crazy. He did not die that long ago, and I did get that he killed himself. Well, once you told me that you thought he committed suicide, I made some calls. He uh, went to a parking lot with a car, broke the tailpipe off, turned on the heat, windows closed in the end of August, and was found dead. And the caveat to the whole thing, he just came home from babysitting. Now, do me a favor and tell Amy about the attacks every night. One of the same nightmares that I have every single night is that I'm being chased. You know, I try to, like, defend myself in the dream, and I've woken up with fingerprints, uh, bruises on my thighs. Wow. And I'd get scratched. My daughter came to us and shared with us that she felt like somebody was trying to assault her, and she has woken up with... Similar bruises. Oh, my goodness. And they're unexplainable. I got photos. This is Michelle with some scratches on her chest area. There's their daughter, Shana, with scratches on the face area. Wow. Now, I spoke to a psychologist just to get a grip on the whole thing, and you having a nightmare is... is Totally explainable with the PTSD. Yes, absolutely. But the bruising and scratching don't add up based on the profile she gave me. Okay. I did do a sketch with the, the creeper guy. Take a look. The sharp nose and the cheekbones. He definitely reminds me of him. The strange thing about him is, I don't think he's the one harming the women here. He had very bad intentions towards the males in the house. He's trying to plant harmful thoughts, telling the males in the household to commit suicide, wanting to drive them insane. That's his main goal, which is very concerning. He'll never be successful. Do me a favor and tell her about the blade landed on your foot. It was on September 11, 2005. I sat the saw down carefully. 
and the saw levitated, came over my foot, and chopped off three of my toes. Wow. I got a picture of it, too. Oh, my God. There is something else that's here uh, that might be doing the major damage. The first time I saw it was when I was about to go up the stairs, and it was just pitch black and huge. It had no face, just kind of a mouth. It's like crawling oddly down the hall. It's like this on the, on the ceiling, you know what I'm saying? So I did a sketch of a scene. Take a look. Sorry, it's really not a good situation. We see Shadow every night come across the stairwell to the basement. And it is completely dark. You cannot see through it. What is the purpose for watching us? What is it trying to do? This thing is extremely old. Never been human. And it's been wreaking havoc around this area for quite some time. It's caused people to go insane. Could that explain what happened to the peaks and the stits that lived on this property at some point? Absolutely, yes. From a Christian standpoint, you would call it the devil. There are many of them all over the world, and they are much more powerful than demons. Is it this thing that's given her all the bruises? Yes. Whatever it is that scares you, whatever it is that will harm you, it's going to provide it. So this guy here, did this devil bring him? I think it's highly likely. I'm really worried now. If this is something that we can't get rid of, um, how am I, you know, ever going to be free of that? Now, Dan, when we spoke, you said you'd do anything to protect your family. Absolutely. Now we're going to see what it's going to take to protect your wife and your daughter. So for that, I'm going to turn it over to Amy. If you stay here, there's going to be a lot of things you need to do. You have the devil. You have the creeper. You have the 50 dead people. You would have to hit everything simultaneously. So I would recommend a minister and a Wiccan. Basically, you would have this Wiccan priest or priestess do a clearing and a banishment. You would have the minister do a blessing. What they're going to do is push everybody out. But you ain't gonna get rid of this devil. So you're saying the devil would still be inside their house? No, they would push it outside their property line. But it's not going to keep them out of the neighborhood? Mm-mm, no. 
it's always been here. So now once the Wiccan and the minister come in and they do what they need to do, how do they keep the dead away from here? What I would suggest is once a week, you go out and you can put a mixture of salt and holy water in just a regular spray bottle. Going around and spraying the perimeter and then spraying all of the window ledges and all of the doors. Be very surprised if anything happens inside the house once you guys are doing all of this. As far as your abilities are concerned, I would begin with finding an online or in-person meditation workshop. I would also recommend therapy for you. I'm kind of disappointed in myself right now that if I brought a lot of this about my family. You can't blame yourself for what happened to you in the past. This thing was here before we got here. That's true. You can't help your family until you help yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything to help my family. What are you going to do? We're going to take Amy's advice. Yeah, we're going to take your advice. We do everything as a team. As long as you do all of these steps, the safest place will be this house. I really hope Michelle and Daniel follow my advice and deal with the evil that's terrorizing their family. With the help of a Wiccan and a minister, they should be able to free themselves of the darkness living inside their home. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.